we are live here with our first edition of Pardon the Truth here under critical conditions sports, folks. I am Jose Matos, and I'm being joined by Jonah Rawls, my partner in crime here. What's going on? What's going on? How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. We're ready to talk all things sports and headlines, man. Yeah, man, we we got a lot of things to talk about, man. Just letting everyone know here, man. Here's the thing, folks. We're not trying to piss people off, man. We're just being truthful here. Critical, right? That's critical condition sports here, man. Telling the truth, man, uh, we're not scared to tell people how it is. And I know a lot of people say that, oh, I'm not scared to, to talk about this and that and that. Here's the thing, folks. We don't care whose feelings we hurt. We're honest here. And, you know, the truth, whether it hurts or not here, we're on point, man. We uh, cleared a lot of fight picks this past weekend as well, man. So, I mean, we're, we're on to things here. We're on to things here. So thanks to anyone that's joining us right now. You're in for a treat here. Um, UFC fighter Andre Petrosky and uh, professional heavyweight fighter Patrick Brady are joining the show. That'll be in about 20, 30 minutes from now. And we'll let you know when that interview is going up. But it's on here, connected with the show. You're getting it here from Pardon the Truth. All right, Jonah, we're going to start off here, man. Huge fight this week, man. How was your weekend? It was good, man. I was I could not stop thinking. I was at work up until like five or whatever. I was all day. People would come up and people at work know. They know I'm an MMA guy. So they were like, hey, man, ready for night? Ready for night? Ready for night? I was like, yeah, bro, I'm so pumped. Lie, and it, it, all of them delivered, bro. All of them delivered. They were all yeah. solid. Great fights, man. I think, I think it was a great card. Um, really enjoyed it. But, you know, the main attraction of this, you know, it's not too often that a UFC card headlines with a non-title fight, right? And not even that, but if it's not Conor McGregor, it's very rare that it generates so much hype, so much bust, so much money. I'm sure they, I'm sure they had some really good buys in there. It was a $6 million gate. You know, they sold out 11 straight events, selling out. UFC's killing it. But, you know, again, the main attraction, Jorge Masvidal versus Colby Covington. We finally had that quote-unquote huge grudge match here, man. And for a lot of the casuals, you might have been disappointed. For the realists, we probably all had an idea, right? There's a reason why Vegas, with Vegas, you know, favored Colby Covington there. But I'll start off the show with this, man. Uh, I believe in 2010, and this is really in reference to Jorge Masvidal here which is, it's funny how the media overplays things, right? The thing, Jonah, the media is stupid, bro. The media overplays things. The narrative. I, I listen to legit, and I'm not trying to badmouth anybody. If, if you were in, in this room, I'm sorry, but come on, man. You guys got to pay attention. It's all the same people asking the same questions at the UFC press conference, man. You guys got to pay attention to what the fuck's being room? answered. At the same press conference? Yeah, same press conference, man. Like uh, some people... And I've been in some of these things where people are just looking at their phone and not paying attention, man. Folks, like, and you could tell Dana gets just gets annoyed with that. Like, he, he had to constantly respond. Like I said, we already answered this, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Get your head out of your ass, guys. Come on, man. Anyways, the media over, overplays things. A lot of people couldn't believe, you know, gave Jorge Masvidal a chance, right? But this is where I'm leading at here. So in 2010, NFL draft, I saw this guy, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow get drafted, right? Florida, uh, Florida guy, you know, Florida Gators, right? Tim, and you know, everyone loved the hype between behind Tim Tebow, and you know, he had a successful collegiate career, Heisman Trophy, two national championships. I mean, and good-looking guy, man. I mean, he had the hype, right? Marketing, right? I'm not scared to say that. Handsome, yeah, man. A religious guy, you know, the kind of person you know you want your daughter to go out with. But, But Tim's a nice guy. And he got drafted, and there was a lot of criticism behind it. Some people believe he could play, but a lot of people and a lot of the smart people believed that he wasn't even worth the first round pick. Regardless, he got drafted first round. Wasn't surprised. I just I didn't think he had it. So the thing is, he just didn't have. He liked the intangible, right? He was a big, physical, strong guy. 
but he just liked the intent. It was quarterback position is a lot more. Can you make, can you go through your reads? The game goes a lot faster in the NFL. I don't want to bore anyone with that, but Tim Tebow got drafted, right? I, I was very, I questioned it. So regardless, right, we get into the NFL season, didn't really play as much throughout the rookie season. The coach gets fired. Josh McDaniels got fired. John Fox takes over, whatever. Let's get to the point. Point is, he really wasn't that great. He wasn't that great, but he got on the, he went on this run at one point in the 2011 regular season. And everyone started calling it, you know, Tebow time or Tebow mania. The fourth quarter was when he'd make some miraculous comeback, right? And he'd win. But in the NFL, and just like with life and in sports, times catch up to you. People start paying attention. The good ones prepare for you, and then you struggle. Doesn't mean you can't have some, some sort of level of success. Yeah. But you went on a run. He went on a run, got a playoff win. Mm-hmm. You know how they won the playoff game? No. I, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. So he won by throwing a slant to Demarius Thomas, first play of overtime. In overtime, in the NFL, if you score a touchdown, it's over. Okay. And Demarius Thomas broke off that slant and ran it all the way for a touchdown. Very like nice. an 80-something, 70-something yard touchdown. Oh right? Great moment. But, I mean, it was, it was like they busted. I mean, the, who was it? The Steelers, man. Jesus, couldn't believe that. So he won, right? So it doesn't mean you can't have some sort of success. But there's limitations because the following game, they got whooped by the Patriots. <laughs> so, but there's limitations, right? Point is here with Jorge Masvidal is Jorge Masvidal is a guy that really wasn't – I mean, I'm not saying he's not a good mixed martial artist. He's not an elite. He's not at the elite level with some people. Or a lot of the media outlets want to place him, you know? And in MMA, I understand we live in the world of, hey, anything can happen. Sure, but if you're saying anything can happen, and that's your one argument, folks, <laughs> I mean, that's just not going to bode well for you, man. Yeah. And the thing about Jorge Masvidal is I'm not going to dog someone for having some luck because luck goes a long way. Brady had a lot of luck, man. That's how he became the GOAT. A lot of luck. He worked hard. Didn't say that the work ethic wasn't there, but there's luck. He feasted it on a weak division. Yeah. Right? So I'm thinking of Jorge Masvidal, right? And he was okay. I mean, people call him the, a journeyman, you know, for, for a reason. And, you know, after starting his career off, you know, let's say the first five fights were six and two. After that, he went three and seven. Sorry, three and four after that. Three and four out of the seven fights, right? Then after that, you know, he goes on this magical run, right? You know, he beats Darren Till, but Darren Till was on the wrong as we can see, he's on the wrong side of his career. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. Then we, he beat Ben Askren, which was one of the biggest wrongs that I've seen happen. <laughs> Where, again, a little bit of luck, but he also practiced that. So I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, yeah. If that doesn't happen in the first five seconds, it just Ben Askren dominates that fight. And even Ben, one and two in MMA, that impressive. Yeah. And I mean, seeing how, you know, he, Got knocked out by Jake Paul, too. doesn't help. Yeah. And then after that, Nate Diaz, right? Folks, if you're a casual fan, you know who Nate Diaz is. The only reason you know who Nate Diaz is because he beat Conor McGregor. <laughs> who the hell is Nate Diaz before you saw him? I remember watching him on The Ultimate Fighter. I'm a hardcore. Season five. He won the show. Michael for, Johnson. For the casuals that don't know that. But, yeah. you know, so Nate won. Yeah. But, again, Nate's another journeyman guy. So who has he beaten? And you're going to go from that, like what Tebow did, Mm-hmm. And play bad teams and get wins like that. No disrespect to the fighters. And then you're going to jump to the New England Patriots and try to beat them on the road. <laughs> you're going to go out there and try to fight Kamara Usman when you really aren't that great of a mixed martial artist. On what, three when days you, notice the first time? Six days notice. It is six what it days. is. 
Six, yeah. Fine, and fine, fine. People yeah. throw that around, right? Oh, cool, man. Cool. You had more preparation, and you got finished this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. um, there's that thing that lacks, man. So with with Tebow again, he rode lightning in a bottle. He caught lightning in a bottle. Same mm-hmm. thing with Masvidal, right? Made you feel, made the audience feel that he was better than what he actually is, and fizzled out. Where's Tim now? A lot of bad highlight reels, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. With Masvidal, it's a very interesting point now. Where does he go from here? I have an idea for an opponent, but where does he go, man? Jonah, floor is yours. Yeah, so so I, I was going to kind of agree with you, piggyback just for a little bit. Like, I, I, I say this about a lot of guys that, you know, like you say, get into the storylines and the hot, like the 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 storylines of the fights and of the fighter, like Masvidal, oh, like a journeyman, but he went down to like South America for a year and then like started finishing guys, you know, it's like all this new thing. It's like, realistically, like you were saying, I always say right place, right time. Like, like you're saying the luck thing with Darren Till, obviously, look, we see, we've seen Darren Till his last few fights and Darren Till had knocked Masvidal down in that fight. Yeah. Like already in that, like the round before, I, like you, like you were saying, you got to wonder if just some of it's luck. And then, I mean, and the luck's not was, a bad thing though. I want to emphasize that. Of course. Luck's not a bad thing. We all no, need luck. You've got to have luck. Michael Bisping, a prime example, in my opinion, of a guy who honestly had a little bit of luck on his side. If that fight with uh, with Rockhold goes deeper into the fight, I, I really don't know. If, uh, I, I just think it was a, a good matchup for him. Listen, man, I think so. It's, listen, I love Bisping. He is my favorite <laughs> fighter of all time. The one-eyed wonder. He's my goat. But listen. <laughs> he got finished not even two years ago. I don't want to. I don't want a rabbit trail. I don't want a rabbit trail. We can talk yeah. about this for hours. We can talk about. Yeah, yeah, we, we can go. We can but, go. <laughs> but uh, long story short, I think the the matchups Masvidal has had up until his last couple fights with Usman and Covington um, have kind of been luck and slightly in his favor. You know, Askren, like you said, one and two in MMA. And On the one table, fight was a controversial win. Yeah, exactly, he got slammed and was getting nailed. So, but yeah, I think for Masvidal's right place, right time. As far as where he goes from here. I, I don't know, man. So he was, what, six? He's probably going to be seven, eight? Six. Uh, it's probably seven or eight. Uh, so my theory is, okay, so Leon and Kamaru happening, let's, July, right? International fight. Mm-hmm. Hamzat and Gilbert is going to happen. Yep. So I think if Hamzat wins, which I'm not 100% convinced yet, I'm not buying into the hype here. I need to see this fight against Gilbert to, to really – it's so early, man. Really so get early. on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are like, oh, my God, he beat Jingalang or whatever. Dude, what? <laughs> that guy, no offense. No, he's I can beat me. I can beat him for sure. <laughs> All these guys can beat Any us. Day of the week. Yeah. Any day of the week. Any day of the for week. For sure. And Leach yeah. is good, man. But, again, not a guy who I would ever think would be anywhere close to a top five or even top it does, does It doesn't get me a foaming at it, man. Yeah, it does, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, so it doesn't really, like, excite me. So, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'd say you cross your finger. Not even cross your fingers because I think Kamara will beat Leon. I think Masvidal Leon's the way to go, man. When Leon loses, no offense, yeah. Leon, but if you hear this, I there, there is there is some unfinished business, and, they, and the UFC could sell that too. You know, very like easy to backstage sell. press conference or the backstage altercation, all that stuff. Yeah, they could that sell or, that out the wazoo or a uh, Connor fight. I was thinking Connor. That would be good too. I, yeah. I mean. I think I think there are better options for Connor. I wouldn't be I wouldn't complain if I saw that as a, as the, the casual fan inside of me, you know, yeah. wants to see that. Um, I think there might be a better matchup for Connor though at some point. Yeah, Maybe for sure. Because now I mean, this guy signed, and it's funny, right? Because Kobe, Kobe, Kobe talks shit, right? And <laughs> it's funny. It's funny seeing that. But uh, he's like, oh, that's why he signed his deal right before this fight. 
whatnot. <laughs> I mean, again, and, and again, it's very easy to come down on Masvidal right now, right? He just lost, yeah. whatever it is. But the thing is, a lot of the media try to overplay this. I mean, look, folks, like, it is what it is. Like, he reminds me of Tim Tebow, man. He had you fooled for a little bit. Not us, but he had a lot of people fooled for a little bit. He had Drake fooled. No. <laughs> you know, he had Drake fooled. And, and that's what happens. And, again, I don't want to make this just a bashing of Jorge Masvidal. I mean, just Colby Covington, Colby Covington is that just that damn good. Yeah. The thing that impressed me is you could tell this wasn't the best performance of Colby's career. Definitely. And it didn't need to be. No, no. And it definitely. didn't need to be. It mm. didn't need to be. And people are like, oh, well, he dropped him once and Masvidal lost. Okay, cool. Here's the thing, folks. A split second in a 25-minute round, you know, 25-minute you know, minute fight. Cool, man. You want to have that moment, I'll take the win, man. Kobe fought his fight, fought a smart fight, very impressive. It's hard to tell where Kobe goes from here, man. It, it's very hard because I know he wants Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Sign me up for that. I like Kobe in that. Um, You know, I was thinking the winner of Bilal versus, versus Luque. Yeah, man. I, I, he's, I got, I, he's got to get a top five guy in, man. He's got to get a top five. I agree. I agree for sure. I, I think I, I think what he will do, just knowing off what he's done in the past, he sat out for Usman. for He fought Tyron and then waited for what? I had to have been close to a year for that. Oh, yeah. Had to have been. So knowing him, I think he'll probably just sit for a little bit. If he doesn't get the Dustin fight soon, I know Dustin and Nate – or might fight like that's kind of in the air. Nate's been calling that. Dana doesn't really know. I don't know. Dana doesn't even know, man. That's what I'm saying. So I think Colby's probably just gonna sit for a while, which is fine. I would do that too. Let things play out. If Nate doesn't get it, or if Nate doesn't get the fight with uh with Dustin and Dustin wants to fight Colby, by all means, I'm signing up for it. I'm here for that. Yeah, I'm all for Colby, man. Uh, a lot of love and respect to the guy, man. I look like what he's done respectfully. You hear this, Colby, because I know he goes after people. Respectfully, I don't think he wants Kamzat, the Kamzat fight, if Kamzat beats Bill Burns. It depends on how bad. Was the pay him well. It depends. It depends on how how easy the fight looks to come. If Kamzat runs through Gil, then I think I, I would not take the Kamzat fight. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it. You have no reason. Like, it's a guy who's up and coming. Colby's already established. Yeah. as the guy outside of Kamaru obviously he's number one outside of Kamaru so to me and obviously you'd have Kamzat saying like hey you know like why don't you want to fight me he's dodging me dodging me this and truthfully yeah he might be but if I'm sitting at the number one ranked spot I'm not taking a fight with a guy who's mauling everyone especially when I'm really close to getting a, a one more one more crack at the title you know I think he's just one more maybe two big victories away from getting because it's hard to justify man it's hard to justify getting a third shot after a guy's beat you twice but what are you gonna do i mean like i think the perfect scenario is Bilal beating luke tough task i don't think he gets it done but then colby getting fight i like colby versus Bilal, top five guy what people are complaining oh he's not fighting somebody in the top five whatever sure fair whatever do is do fair is do you know i talk about the kind of wins or he got, I mean, Woodley was on the wrong side of things too, but Kobe's done it in a more impressive way, man. But yeah, that is what it is. Let me move on here. Segue into this. Kyler Murray, man, there's been a lot of issues with Kyler Murray, right? Uh, if you didn't know, uh, Jonah, this guy is the going into his fourth year, drafted number one overall. So in the NFL, you know, first round draft picks are a big thing. The Cardinals drafted this guy named Josh Rosen, right? Yep. Idiot. Dude. The guy looked like Big Bird from his face, man. He's a hideous dude, man. I'm going to say this right now. 
That's fine. I'm not saying I'm the Leo DiCaprio, man, but regardless, <laughs> right? We're like Big Bird, bro. Anyways, talked a lot. And the only reason why I say this is because guy talked a lot of shit. Hey, there was nine mistakes made before me, right? Yeah, didn't make it past. The following year, the following year, they replaced him. They had the first round pick again, and they chose Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was obviously the right choice over Josh Trash Rosen or whatever his name is, right? But he was a better decision. He was a better option here, folks. And let me know if I'm getting too real for everyone here. But, <laughs> but nah, Kyler so- Murray was the right option. <laughs> Kyler Murray is the right option. Kyler Murray was the right option. 100% not debating that, right? They get a couple wins first year, right? You see flashes. Throws a great ball. Baseball player, right? From your, from your backyard there. <laughs> so year two, year three, right? It's progressing. But here's the thing. You're going into year four complaining about the contract situation, right? His agent who represented Johnny Menzo, which I wasn't a fan of. I told people multiple times I wouldn't even draft Johnny Menzo, period. Bust, man, bust. Uh, lays out this menu-looking paper about everything Kyler wants. No one in, hell, no one in the world is going to read that, but he wants a new extension, right? And he wants a new extension because he's looking at all these athletes. He's already been hurt two years in a row. He's small. Eat the bag while he can. Yeah, you know, he's not a Josh Allen. He's not a freak of nature like Josh Allen. He's not a big body guy like uh, Pat Mahomes. He's not big like a Herbert or a Trevor Lawrence. Mm. So he wants he wants to get the bag, man. He wants to secure the money. Right. Now, here's the thing. A lot of things that turn me off on quarterbacks. Not not a lot, but a few things, man. Decision-making is one of them. Maturity is such a big thing. I'm a very critical guy, man. So, again, going into quarterbacks, you got to be mature. You got to be a leader. And seeing Kyler Murray, you know, I've heard a lot of, again, don't have this on paper here, but just a lot of bad comps coming out. Not bad, but just people comparing, saying, hey, um, is he a true leader? Is he a film guy? Is he a perfectionist? But people are saying, and people are saying, you know, he's a get there, last one in, first one out kind of guy, man. And that's not the kind of guy I want, you know, again, granted, I don't know how factual this is, right? But it's things that I've heard now that I heard when he was getting going through the combine and going through the draft process, man, question it. Right. Then you see him scrubbing all the Cardinal stuff from his social media. That's a very immature yeah. thing, man. Now here's the thing with Kyler. I would give him some money because people are like, Oh, you got to pay him. And people are too scared. Jonah. People are too scared to say things. I would pay him the money. I'd pay him the money. Well, hold on a minute. I would pay him a fair salary. Give him an extension, but I'm not going to give him Pat Mahomes kind of money. I'm not going to give him Josh Allen kind of money. <laughs> not it's yeah. fragile, small. You already under you're already undersized. I'm not saying that you can't be successful. You have to, you have to be you know you can't be successful being undersized. But the most important thing is, dude. Last two years, man. You start off five and two two years ago. You end up the season eight and eight. You finish off the season with three with a three and six record. Wow. After started off hot. You get hurt, whatever. But I mean, everything seems to have breaking. You're only as good as your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Year three start this past year. Start seven and one. Finish off the rest of the year after starting seven and one. They finish off eleven and six, man. So you, they won only four games after that and lost seven. Yeah, seven games. And I'm including the playoff game that they lost, where he like just fizzled out, man. Yeah, got hurt again, and he lost his top receiver. And if you want to get big, big boy money, you're not going to afford all the all the receivers or a great offensive line. Yeah, you can't go to shit when you lose one guy. Yeah, yeah. you can't. I've seen Aaron Rodgers try to do it without Devontae. I've seen, you know, Brady do it without a, a legit number one guy. And it's unfair to compare it to these guys. But Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, you know, they, they struggle without their top tier receiver. 
but he can't just let it all go to shit based on that, mm. which is why, I mean, if this guy's going to be an immature brat about it, I would trade him. Dude, would trade him. if he wanted the money, he should have came to baseball, man. <laughs> no, okay, so I hear baseball, I hear baseball salaries are trash. They, well, starting off, starting off, yeah, he got yeah, more yeah. money up front. Well, well, I'll get into this actually in a little bit, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But okay, but again, granted, yeah, I can't really hold a huge conversation when it comes to the baseball department right. here. Yeah. But I've heard, I, from my knowledge, he took the money because it was more money up front for the NFL. It, it, it With is. baseball, you go through the minors or all that it, crap, and you're not getting paid shit. True. So that's what that's what I've heard. Okay. With me though, with Kyler, is if you're going to continue to be immature or you're really going to hold that. I would just trade him. I'd do my due diligence if I was the Cardinals on some of these quarterbacks. And granted, it's a weak crop. I take a gamble on Malik. Yeah. Get two or three first rounders out of it. Because again, his stock isn't bad. He has another bad year like this, man. People are going to start pointing the question. I'm pointing the question now because I'm a very, I can be a very impatient guy. So I've been told. <laughs> but three years, man, is all I need to see, man. I'm like, okay, he's special. He's talented, man. Very. But if you're immature, man, and you're a very selfish person, and you're trying to get that money quick, man, granted, I'm not going to knock people for that. But I've seen struggles the last two years, man. Got to get wonder. Now, knowing the Cardinals, they'll probably pay him. They'll probably cave. I just don't think it's the wisest decision. Also, coach, right? Don't think the coach is the right guy. They just give him an extension, too. I don't know what the Cardinals are doing, man. Um, I think that, again, they're so desperate for success. And they know what mediocrity is that they don't, they're so desperate to go back through it. I just don't know if you have the right combination. I question Kyler Murray. Does he want to be great? Not sure, man, but I'll, I'll table it off there. I consider moving Kyler Murray today. Let's go through the headlines, man. We've got a couple here. What, okay, what do you got? All right. So we got, first of all, we got Bryce Mitchell um, just fought uh, last or this Edson past Edson Barbosa. Edson Barbosa. A big test. You know, we talked about it before. We talked about, man, you know, Bryce Mitchell's last fight, Andre Feely. Yeah, this is a huge talk about that. This is a huge step up, you know, and he pla- passed it with flying colors. I mean, flawless, man. Even the striking was surprisingly. He dropped him, man. Yeah. Like, like, okay, like I'm on board now. I'm on board with the Bryce Mitchell train. I'm, I'm, I'm train. gonna ride it. I'm gonna ride the the camo shorts all the way to the top, baby. Let's go, Arkansas. Come on. I think. Uh, what do you think about him versus Ket Cater? That would be fun. Doesn't doesn't Cater have a fight lined up though? Or I, don't I, know, I don't think so. Gator I, beat Giga. I, I know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I mean, in January, for some reason, I thought they had signed him up something else. That if not, I'm on board for that. I'm on That's board. Interesting. Right? Well, so, but what's Cater? I mean, I don't know if Cater's going to take that though. Would he? Well, no, because Bryce, Bryce is on a run. What is he going to be ranked now? Uh so he was 11th. I, I think he'll probably get up to eight. eight? I think he's better. I think Ige is ranked ahead of him. I think I think he's better than Ige. I like Dan the 50k. I, I like I like Dynam- or 50k now, whatever. Yeah, I like I like 50k, but yeah. but I do think that he's uh I think he should get ranked higher than than EK. I yeah, think so for sure. Probably I, eight, looking at the rankings. Um, I mean, look at the fight with Barboza. EK fought Barboza and mm, <laughs> won, but EK beat EK beat Barboza though. Very close. Hey, but EK offered him the rematch. He didn't want it. Barboza didn't want it. And, I, and that's that's fine. But I'm just saying the fights. The fights between the two, Bryce it was close, but Bryce obviously yeah, Bryce passed, down. passed his test way better than yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, I like Bryce Mitchell. I'm, I'm all over. It's, it's interesting, yeah. man. We watched the Ultimate Fighter, right? And and Bryce didn't make it, you know, to the finals. Yeah, yet he's probably the most successful one. Yeah, that happens, man. 
happened. Kyler Phillips. Yeah. Lost in the opening round to the winner of the Ultimate Fighter. And, and then, Kyler Phillips is in the UFC and the winner is cut from the yeah. UFC, man. You just <laughs> never know with these tournaments, man. You, you never know, man. And, no. I, and I don't want to get into the Ultimate Fighter stuff. We'll, yeah. we'll do it on another show. But it's very interesting, man, how you you really are in control of your own journey. Man. You exactly. control. You yeah. losing, you failing. You know, I always say failing is just the first attempt in learning. You know? Um, it's crazy, man. I'm happy to see Bryce Bryce Kelly. He's 15 and 0, man. I don't, they shouldn't count that uh, that loss against Katona, but yeah. for some reason they do count it in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. So, I, saw, he, I, was, I, was like, I was like 15 and one. I was like 15 and one. That's weird. Or yeah, the Katona fight was really fun though, but yeah. they they counted that as a loss. Yeah, crazy, no. right? Yeah. yeah so, all right. What what else you got? Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Aaron Rodgers apparently a uh, contract that will. Change the quarterback scene in the NFL. I heard that? 50 mil, dude. I was, uh, that, that's uh, outrageous, man. Again, it's Aaron Rodgers, though. But here's the thing at this point, right? Green Bay really fucked up here because they got Jordan Love, right? And the, the, the biggest thing is if you knew Jordan Love could play, you would get rid of Rodgers, man. Yeah. Guy's too crazy, man. He's too out there, man. I, I question if he's got mental issues, man. I really do because the guy's just so random. Or you know what? He's like the the NFL's version of a Karen Durant, right? Mm. He's a very uh, sensitive person. Not that that's bad, but he's very vocal about it, man. Like Kevin Durant, you're a professional athlete. I'm not saying you can't feel certain ways, but kind of gets old, man. The, the guy's just too too public, man. Too crazy. Yeah, I, that, I, I wouldn't want him. Yeah, it's definitely like he's 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 got to be told. Uh, you know that he's the best. We love you. We appreciate you, and all yeah, that stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, when when Green Bay should appreciate him, right? Because if he he's not there, I mean, they're trash. That's yeah. why they're trying so hard. They know yeah. their mistake. They're trying so hard to keep him. Man, if I'm Denver, I think the Broncos can really contend. Try to get Aaron Rodgers, man. Try to get Aaron Rodgers. Do what you can to try to get him. Um, again, it's more than likely he's gonna either play. For the Packers, retire or just go 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 to a different team. Yeah. I'm I feel like he'll be back with the Packers though. So whatever contract they're gonna pay him, hey man, make it work. Um, granted, you're really nothing without him. So Jordan Love can't play. We know that. They don't need to say that. We know that. So yeah. we'll see what happens. What, what what do you got next? All right, we got uh, MLB lockout up next, and I, I heard about that one. Listen, man, yeah. So so the a uh, couple weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ish ago, was the final day. They had a deadline that they said, okay, you know this this is the day. If we don't get a deal done by then, we're gonna have to start delaying games, and that was the dreaded situation that nobody nobody in any sport wants. They don't want a delay of. Like, you know, it could be like NFL. What is there, 16 games in the NFL season? No, 17. 17? Okay. So it'd be like if you – at this point now, it would be like if there's only 16 games in the next season. It's like, yeah, oh, man. Right. In the long term, it doesn't – it's not crazy at this point yet because we've only missed – they've canceled the first three series, so the first nine-ish games. But, I mean, baseball's got like 100. There's 100 something. Granted, there's 162 games in a season. Okay, so it's – at this point, like I'm saying, it's not – crazy yet it's not crazy yet but they're not even close to making a deal right now all the reports that are coming out i'm following it closely on twitter i'm following all these people all these reporters people close to the situation they're not even close and both sides are still not even they're like this they started like this they were this far away right and then the owners said to the to the media that they were like oh we're trying this but the players aren't moving and the players mm-hmm. said oh we're trying like this but the owners aren't moving in reality this is what has happened Okay. We're still about this far away, man. We still got so much to go, and the games are just going to keep on getting delayed. And I I just am afraid that we're going to miss more than a month, two months of, of games. 
that's the worst case scenario for baseball right now. And I won't harp on this for too long, but baseball is riding on a really high streak right now. Viewership last season was at an all-time high. From 2018, with exception of the, the COVID season, of course, from 2018 to now, the, their viewership has skyrocketed. It's been on a okay. – so for them to miss games and for ownership to bicker about millions and millions of dollars – is going to kill the game to a point where it might be un like uh you can't mend that you know anymore okay. what are they but i mean what's the argument about okay. like okay. players want more money though but yeah so the players like you're like we were talking about earlier the the, the, the players want, yeah they want minor league contracts and some pre-arbitration stuff um to like a, a just more pay essentially is long story for, the, for, the, for the for the bottom tier guys right exactly yeah yeah it's not about max uh max it's not about aaron judge's contract yeah, or anything exactly like that. yeah it's not about mike trout or aaron judge Degrom. it's not about these guys it's about the young guys who are on their rookie contracts so like for example a guy that always gets brought up is uh, vladimir guerrero jr i don't know if you know who he is but he um is a stud right now he he is destroying he almost won the triple crown this past year which is yeah. a, a, a super hard award only one the most recent award triple crown was 2011 miguel cabrera crazy so almost won it last year making like 600k you know and and guys are guys like him are making millions and millions and millions of dollars so that's kind of the argument it's like well and he's still locked in for another couple of years and it's like we should make this higher right and and yeah, 600k that amount of money normally is not that bad, right? You know, for a guy who's young, but it's, it's the guy in the, the guys in the minors, they're trying to raise up the minimum contract. So those guys can literally just make a living. Some of those guys have to have jobs, just like young MMA fighters that are in their career. Yeah. Still got to have jobs, but that's what it is right now. They're not even close to a deal. So all the MLB fans, you know, we can get baseball as soon as we can, man. So hopefully, man, hopefully we get that back again. Uh, you'll be updating us on that, man. That, that, that's all we got, right? Yes, sir. That, that's, that's perfect, all, that's man. All right, everybody stay tuned right now. We got Andre Petrosky and Patrick heavyweight Patrick Brady on the show right now for everyone listening to this portion of the interview. Thanks for sticking with us, folks. I look forward to it. Hey, we're going to be giving you guys some, some good bet picks. Went five for five this week. Five for five, man. As I was watching him, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, Marina Rodriguez. And then it kept going up. I was like, oh, man, that Rodriguez fight was close, though, man. Oh, man. I I, I didn't I didn't doubt her. I was a little nervous, but (laughs) her getting the title shot, man, that's what she deserves. They know her just that she's next. Definitely. Next after Carla. Mm -hmm. It's a good one, man. All Jonah, thanks for joining me, man. Let's uh, get to the interview with Andre Petrovsky and Patrick Brady. My next guest here, well, my first guest for Pardon the Truth here is I got professional mixed martial artist Andre Petrosky, who's 7-1, and one, and he's 2-0 and oh in the UFC. And I got professional mixed martial artist Patrick Brady, who is 1-0 and oh right now. Please welcome those gentlemen here onto the show. How are you guys doing, man? Thanks for, thanks for having me, Jose. Hey, thank you, Patrick. How are you doing, Andre? I'm doing good, man. I just, you know, I want to th- thank Pat for taking the time to do this interview. <laughs> How you it gentlemen been, man? I-, I love it, though. I- hey, you know what? You're, you're yeah, good, man. So what shirt, Andre, what shirt you got on there, buddy? I, I figured you'd have your... uh. Yeah, this, dress shirt. How many, dude, how many dress shirts do you own, bro? At you least got, one like, of one them or two dress Bro, every, every picture you're in, you have the same dress shirt on, bro. At least one of us has a job. <laughs> okay. I am. I'm a pro fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this you believe is what we're doing. Right? one fight. 
He's got undefeated pro in his Instagram bio. Undefeated pro. Let's go. Let's go. He technically is undefeated, though. He's 1-0. Have you That's seen it. his Instagram? I, I, I haven't seen it lately. I haven't seen it lately. Professional uh, fighter. Uh, professional fighter. Let's, Let's go. Well, I mean, we're, we're on here. Let's see. Let's see. I got heavyweight Brady here, folks. You can at him there. It doesn't say it doesn't say uh, pro fighter though. It, it, I mean, it doesn't. No, it, I know it doesn't. He's just being. Oh, it says at, <laughs> at performance meal prep though. That, that there you looks go. Bomb. Performance meal prep. That's both one yeah, of both of our sponsors. Yeah, shout out performance meal prep. Now, now, on. So, you two gentlemen, obviously, you two gentlemen know each other. How long has it been for both of you that you've known each other for? A couple. I've of been years for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple of years now. Um, nah, but all jokes aside, I really am proud of my son over there. He's been he's been doing good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I mean, oh Andre, you've been killing it too, though. You're two and zero in the UFC. Thank you, thank you, brother. So it's it's great to see you, gentlemen. But I mean, again, how back do you get? How far back do you guys go? Because I mean, you guys have been friends for uh, for a hot minute, right? Both of you guys are friends, fighters. Fathers, yeah, a couple years, maybe a couple years now. Yeah, uh, Andre and I, uh, Andre and I met, and we hit it off. We we both, um, you know, we both think alike, so it was pretty easy for us to get along. And um, I was like, you know what, you know, this guy's crazy. I like him. <laughs> yeah, uh, he just gets upset every now and then because I bench more than him. You know what I mean? And um, it really puts a, a couple of rips in our relationship. Remember when because... we did five and I did one more rep than you? Stop. Oh, my God. All right, hold on. I'm going to show you a video of you. Of, uh, I'm going to send you a video. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? Maxima. Maxima. Yeah, yeah, he does have Maximoff, uh May 14th. Correct. May 14th. That's about uh, two days before my birthday. So Your birthday 16th? Yeah. Does that make you a Gemini? It does make me a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. We're cool then. Does that, does that mean there's like two sides to you? There isn't two sides to me. Okay. I, okay. I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty, uh, well, there's two sides to you. There's the, the, the father side, you know, the, the nice, calm father side, and there's the the savage that people wouldn't want to mess with. That's true. True. I mean, but but seriously though, who who can bench more between you two? Me. Uh, me. I do. One hundred percent. Listen, this is what happened. This is what happened. I had taken some time off from lifting <laughs> heavy weight, right? And then Andre all of a sudden focuses solely on benching for like. Two months. And then he shows up to my house and challenges me to a rep competition of like, what was, how many, what did we do? 225 for reps? 275. And, he did and then I think I did it not even knowing we were in a competition. And he comes in and does one more than me. But if you go to Underground Wrestling Club, right, which is your club, right, your wrestling club. <laughs> And you look at and you look at the record board. I hold all the bench press records, so the answer is me. I do. 
Well, I, I ain't gonna tell anybody no, or I'm not gonna call anyone a liar here. Especially, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not in peak condition like you two gentlemen are here. But you know, so Patrick, you had a fight. Unfortunately, it fell through. Correct. You're looking for a replacement right now, right? Well, well yeah. I mean, April first, I'm I'm headlining uh, Art of War at uh, Live Casino, Philly Live. It's a new casino located in South Philly, just down the street from the um, stadiums. And uh, my opponent uh, that we had lined up had just fallen through um, three days ago now. So we've been in my, the promoter's been actively seeking a replacement. We got some time. I mean, we're still, you know, four and a half weeks out. So um, he's got a bunch of leads out there that, you know, it, it is what it is. It's a uh, part Did of the business. And call out Flash Bradley or? That dude's never going to fight me. I, I, call, <laughs> I called out Tim. I called him out. I called Tim Chisholm out. They're, they're, yo, he, he, he reached out to your boy, uh, Tuxford. <laughs> right? Isn't that the dude that you fought, Tuxford? Yeah. Didn't you fight John Tuxford? And then yeah. you, like, put him in a. Uh, uh, rear naked or something. Yeah, he let he reached me. out to him and offered him the. To let you. <laughs> I swear to God, he didn't let you. He talked. <laughs> he uh, he reached out to him. He <laughs> he reached out to Tuxford and asked him if he wanted to fight me because apparently Tuxford has been uh, busting Mike's chops about getting him a fight, and so. Dickings offered on me, and he was like, "Ah, anybody else?" <laughs> yeah. So, Pat, you know, for- Pat sits at home on his phone and just messages heavyweights from the rankings, and goes, "Yeah, you're, you're a, a bitch. Fight, fight me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I'm serious. He's right. He's serious. Like, I'm in the habit of like when I don't have a when I don't have a fight. Like I'll go on Tapology and I'll find dudes that are ranked higher than me, and I'll message them on Facebook and just be like, "Hey man, do you want to fight me? Uh, <laughs> do you got anything coming up? Why don't we fight?" <laughs> That's one route. That that is definitely you one route. Fight man, and yeah, I mean, I just want to fight, you know. So, um, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. That lose you? Oh, sorry. Uh, I just want to fight. So, uh, the promoter's working on a couple guys now. Uh, you know, I have faith that uh, I'll be fighting the night of April 1st. I'm not worried about it. Well, hopefully it all works out for you. Andre, you have a fight May 14th against uh, Maximov, who's undefeated. He's, I believe he's 8-0 under. there. And what's your mentality heading into this fight? Uh, I, I like it. It's a really good matchup for me. Um I mean, he's a wrestler, but uh, he's 8-0. He's got a name. Um, I really think I'm a bad matchup for him, to be honest. Um, my wrestling's better than his. My ped- my wrestling pedigree, my my wrestling accolades are better. Um, my ju- I think my jiu-jitsu is much better. I think my striking's better. So, um, Speaking of accolades, I- congrats, I- brother. Speaking What's of accolades, c- congrats on the Hall of Fame induction. Uh- I appreciate that. Congrats, Congrats on that. Okay, so Andre's a recent recipient of the District One uh, Hall of Fame inductee. Yeah, so for for my area for wrestling, is District 
one in Pennsylvania. Um, they had the Hall of Fame ceremony induction last night. It was cool, yeah. That's a huge honor, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Congratulations, man. And, you know, you're a grinder, man. Like, with, without a doubt, you know, what can the audience expect from the next time they see Andre Petrosi? Because this is going to be the third time they see you in the UFC, man. I mean, I got 100% finish rate for a reason. I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. It's true. It's, it's true. true. It's true. Now, I, I do, I mean, not trying to stir anything up here, but a, a gentleman did tell me, to tell you, by the name of Mr. Brian Battle, told me, hey, if he wants to do it, tell him to tell Jason. I'm just relaying the message to you. Yes, I love that fight. Yes. <laughs> I'm just relaying the message, man. I have that on <laughs> camera. I have that on camera. I'm not steering yeah, things up. I mean, look. I mean, that, he's kind of crazy to want that rematch, to be honest. Well, he didn't. He didn't. Okay, so he didn't no, want no, it. He, he didn't specifically just, say. I, I just told him, "Hey, man, what about you and Andre again? You know, I think we'd love to see that rematch, man." He said, "He just if you want to do it." That doesn't tell yeah, you. No, I want one hundred percent. Will fight Brian Battle again. Man, yeah, that, that, that'd be a sick rematch. I know yeah. you want that. I mean, I think that there uh, there's a lot of fights that uh, dude. I, there's a lot of great fights for me after this, for sure. No. Um, Gentlemen, I for think you, that, uh, what's 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 battle ranked? B Battle's not ranked yet, actually. Yeah, but they have like the top forty, right? He's in the top forty. Uh, I don't have his ranking for that. Uh, the only ones I follow was the top fifteen. Gotcha, He's not ranked gotcha. in the top 15. Yeah, I mean, I would love to fight. I will I will fight Brian Battle again before, you know, before it's all over, for sure. Whether he's next or the one after that. Now, for you gentlemen, how do you guys handle, I mean, again, you're athletes, you know, so, social media world. I feel like uh, keyboard warriors are, are coming out a lot more than usual as, you know, time has progressed, man. How do you guys handle yeah. people that talk crap? Or just naysayers or haters, man, when it comes to both of you, man. And here's the thing. <laughs> they wouldn't say that to your I'm face, man. To either of your face. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I talk <laughs> as much shit as I can. I talk a lot of shit with people. I rap with people all the time. Um, you would fight them, though. Man, yeah, I mean, look, you I would. love it. Uh, I like talking shit. I like creating a little buzz. Um and, you know, if people talk shit back to me, look, I'm okay with other fighters talking shit. What annoys me are the dudes who, like, you know, they're sitting on their couch watching UFC, like the picture, like the, the chips are on their chest and, like, there's a two-liter of soda on the table. Like, those guys annoy me. Like, dudes, you couldn't run, uh, you know, three miles right now, like, talking shit. Um, he, relates he relates to them, he said. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Andre? Matt, when's the last time you ran three miles? <laughs> I, didn't want to I, did, I did three miles the other day. I, I didn't want to ask. Miles. Friday <laughs> afternoon, I did three miles. Really? I swear I did it on your on your uh, treadmill that you gave me. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I did it on your treadmill that you used Shout one time. I used I used your treadmill more than you have. <laughs> But I, I, but I, I hear running on the treadmill is not the same, though. Listen, this treadmill, so, um, Andre, I'll let you talk about the treadmill. They're your sponsor. 
Yeah, so True Grit sponsored me. We worked out a deal, and uh, it's the self-propelled treadmill. It's called the. It's like the free runner, okay. and uh, basically, it doesn't. You, it's it doesn't have to be plugged in. It's at a slant, so you're constantly running uphill. Oh, okay, dude, it's awesome. Yeah, and um, <laughs> basically, based on where your weight sits, like if your if your hips are away, basically, if you look down and your hips go away, you'll start to pick up speed. And then as you look up and you, you know, you're stacked over top, it'll slow down. So based on the speed that you run at, it's self-propelled. It's awesome. Man. And it's, it's a really good workout. work. It's a, it's a really good workout. And I like it because I'm a big body and running on concrete and like hitting the pavement, as they say, um, it's not really conducive. You know, I'm not getting any younger. 38 now, I just turned 38 February 12th. So, you know, long distance running on pavement for me, just like, you know, it puts a beating on my joints. But yeah. this, this true, this true grit, um, this true grit thing is really nice. It, it, it works really well. And yeah, you know, I, I, like bike, I like the bike even more because I feel like, um, like if I were to go run, and I and my goal was to get my heart rate to like a max max heart rate for like 15 minutes. If I was to go run outside and do that, like I would be sore to the point where like my body would hurt to the point where like it would be hard for me to work out that night. Like if I did that in the morning, it would be difficult for me to work out at night. But when I when I go I can work out on the bike and I can do three hard five minute rounds where I get my heart rate as high as possible. Like completely exhaust myself and by the time the next workout comes around i don't get sore at, i'm not sore at all so it's a better it's a more efficient way to get your cardio in. 100%. couldn't have said it any better most efficient way to get in shape oh, i like that uh where can uh people uh order this or check this out truegrit.com awesome man I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to link that on there is there um uh, so they sponsor you yeah Awesome. Well, I'll, I'll let people know. I'll freaking link it on here, man. Uh, hey, cute baby. <laughs> this, cute is, baby. This, no. is Andre, this is Andre's godson, actually. <laughs> baby Declan. Baby Declan. Gentlemen. Uh, Andre, Andre, Andre baptized him. He tried to put him. him <laughs> you dropped him in the bowl. He oh. slipped. <laughs> Which, my last question it, it for you. It was a good scramble. <laughs> my, my last uh, question for you, gentlemen, as we're nearing the end of this, you know, both of you guys are awesome at what you do. Grinders, fighters, badasses here. How do you guys manage your time? Both of you guys are fathers, man. How do you guys, you know, balance the time of training, man, and, 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 and you know, being there, being the father figure to your kids, man? How is it? Is it difficult? How do you guys do it, man? To sleep less. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. Sleep less. Yeah. I mean... Look, I say it all the time. You got to make what you want a priority, right? Yeah. And what you, what you want most, you got, you got to, you got to X out the crap that you don't need, that you don't want. And then you got to make the things that are important to you a priority. And, uh, you know, it's no secret that we've, we've gotten the success that we have because we've made training and fighting a priority. So I mean, it's that simple. Laundry? I think there's, like, two types of people in the world. And it's, like, people that have too much energy 
And then there's people that have not enough energy. And, like, I can just go for a while. It helps with your cardio. All right. Cardio. Shout yeah. out to for giving me this cardio. For giving me these lungs. There you go. <laughs> Gentlemen, I love it. Patrick Brady, I hope I wish you the best, man. Uh, you know, hope somebody takes the fight there, man. Hopefully yeah, someone somebody steps up. Somebody will take the fight, bud. Somebody will Come take on, it. Come on, yeah, Flash is a bitch. He won't fight me. <laughs> Cam Chisholm is a bitch. Oh, you hear that, me. Flash? Cam Chisholm's a bitch. He won't fight me. John Tuxford's a bitch. He won't fight me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you got to add people, man. You got to go to Twitter. Yeah, all heavyweight. Yeah, let's go. It, it doesn't have to be in Philly. They can be from no, wherever. No, it's going to be a fun fight when I get 4-0, 5-0. Andre, who do you want to see me fight? Uh, Derek Lewis, Velasco, Velasco. <laughs> Andre wants me. There's another guy, local guy, who's got a couple wins. Um, that is a, is a good, promising heavyweight from Greg, the area. Is it Greg? Yeah, it's Greg Velasco. He's a tough kid. Good, good dude. Um, I've talked to him a couple times, and he uh, he works his ass off too. And that would be a fun uh, local heavyweight fight that I would be super interested in, um, you know, when the time is right. You know, when, I, when right when I get on that cusp and uh, I really need to make a statement, that would be the fight that um, I would be looking to make. Andre, uh, for you, man, you know, again, fight May 14th, man. We'll be watching, man. Wish you the best. Um, let the audiences know, man, what – where can they follow you? What can they expect? And then from Andre Petrovsky, just in general, what is your goal, man? Three fights, four fights, as many as possible here in 2022? Yeah, I I, I want to stay active for sure. Um, the beginning of, um, like, last year I was great. I fought four times in six months. Like, that's what I want. And then, you know, I, I haven't had anything since. So, um, you know, to the UFC, like, keep me active. You know, I want to fight as much as possible. Um what was what else was the question? Yeah, just what can the audience expect from you, man, when they're watching you go go to war? This my next fight is definitely like a big one for sure. Yeah. Um, we're hoping for like at least a co-main event, you know, uh, eight and zero versus seven and one, uh, two big prospects. Um, I'm a finisher, I know that much, so it, it, it's a it's a huge fight. It's a mega fight, and we'll There's be tuning no in. UFC should make co-main or even a main event. Can't wait to watch it, man. It's going to be May 14th, ESPN Plus, UFC Fight Night. Can't wait for that. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to let you guys go. I know you guys got a busy day. Again, thank you so much. I wish you both the best. Take care, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having me.